Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode 130 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I am recording this Sunday night, September 18th, 8.30 p.m., basically the two or two days before the podcast goes live. Um, I never record podcasts at night because normally my energy is very low and I definitely like to record podcast episodes when I am energetic and just, you know, a bit more vibrant, but I procrastinated and I forgot to record a podcast for this week. So I'm going to record this right now. And, you know, I had something mapped out for Tuesday's episode. And then I decided to do something a little bit different because I want to just share a few more. You know, I I shared a personal episode last week where I shared about the fact that I'm writing a business book. And I got a lot of messages from people just being like, I just got a lot of great positive messages. And it kind of made me realize, like, maybe I should be doing more episodes that are a little bit more personal or like where I'm sharing more just different feelings that entrepreneurs go through, which I normally don't talk about. I'm definitely, you know, even though I come across probably very extroverted on all of my my social media platforms and I I am very high energy in spurts, I'm actually very introverted. And it's hard for me to share a lot of personal things. And it's really hard for me to talk about feelings. Like I never talk about feelings ever. And when I am having a hard time, I like retreat inward. And that's what this episode is going to be about. It's sort of like, what do you do when you're having a bad fucking day? So let's talk about it. So the context for this episode was like, to, just to, to sh- be share like real shit here. Last week, I'm not sure if it's like at the time of the month or what it is, but like last week I had a lot of really bad days, days where I just like cried a lot. I was emotional, sensitive, just like, I don't know, just, and that's not how I normally am. So when I do have those days, I'm just like, oh my God, I just want to like curl up in a ball and just like retreat and not talk to anyone. (laughs) And of course I am, you know, well, while this airs, the launch of e-commerce society is sort of like winding down, but I was like about to launch my membership again. And, you know, the membership is always open for now. I might be changing that for now. The membership is open, but like I still have to live launch and I have to record videos and show up for calls and answer questions. And, you know, it takes a lot of energy out of me. And again, as someone who is an introvert, 
Like I love chatting with people. I love my membership so much. It is literally the most special thing that I've created in my business, but it does like when I have to talk to people and do live calls and live video, it takes a lot of my energy. And so while that's great, I love doing it. It literally lights me up. Like after I do any of my live calls with my members from my membership program, like I just I I leave those calls with this like m- incredible sense of like gratitude. Like thank you for showing up to the call. Thank you for letting me help you. I love it. I love it so much. But it does take away from my energy. So anyway, so last week I I just felt like multiple days last week I was having a really really hard time and I think oftentimes entrepreneurs like, you know, we see Susan on Instagram and she's freaking killing it. And we see like this person on Instagram and like, oh, wow, they just or like on TikTok, I'm thinking of one person in particular, I'm not going to say their name, because I really like their account. But they're always like, oh, we just sold out of our launch and we're shipping 100 orders per day. And while that might be true and all that, like that can be super triggering to people like you who are you know, maybe early stage growing their business or new, or, you know, maybe you've had your business for a while and it's just not quite picking up. That kind of thing can be very triggering. And it's triggering for me too. Like even with my business, if I look at a competitor who's like killing it on something, I instantly think like, why am, why is my business not doing that? What am I doing wrong? And you start to like attack yourself. So again, while this isn't something that I normally talk about on the podcast, I think it's really important to just to kind of be aware of how much your mindset affects your business. Your mindset like is like 80% of your business. And okay, just had a pause because my child was screaming for my name. <laughs> he was drinking his water at night and his little device ran on the battery. So anyway, I already forgot what I was talking about. But my point here is that I just want to sort of address this thing that happens when our business doesn't feel like it's going well, or we don't feel like we're doing a good job. And I know from chatting with so many of my members in my e-commerce society program to my one-on-one clients, it is no matter how, and it's so funny too, it's like no matter how well you're doing, you're still going to have days where you're going to look at a competitor and just think like, I'm not doing as well as they are. So if something is wrong with me, something is wrong with my business. Like what, you know, it's, it's so easy to fall into this trap. And like, you know, I was in this different um, coaching program this past year. And like, I would look at some of the people in this program who, you know, are making like multi seven figures and they would just be like, oh, my business is, my business is terrible. Like, I feel like I'm such a failure. And I, and I would look at them and just be like, oh my God, like, I would like to make as much money as you're making. (laughs) Uh, So my point here is that no matter where you are in your business, you are always going to look at someone else and think, why is my business not going like theirs is, you know? So I just kind of wanted to address that this week. This is going to be a quick episode. Um, I just think like as I was feeling this way this past week, I I was kind of thinking tonight, like I need to get an episode out. I don't have anything for, for Tuesday. I thought, let's talk about just sort of what to do, how to handle it when your business feels like it's just not going well. So I just want to kind of talk a few, like I want to talk through a few things that I do in general that have improved my business life overall. 
Um, and one thing I want to talk about too is I am reading, well, I'm almost done with the book. It's called Chill and Prosper by Denise Duffield. Denise Duffield Thomas, I believe. I forget her name. I don't have the book in front of me. But I started reading it maybe a month or two ago. And I love it. I freaking love it. And it's kind of like how to create a business. It Basically, it's like how to create a business around the life that you want, like how to work less, how to be a more like how to have a more chill business. And that's something that I'm definitely in pursuit of is like, how do I ha- how do I have a more chill business? Because <laughs> I feel like I work a lot and I do outsource. I have a team. I have one person on my team. And um, I've had, you know, other I've had a VA multiple times and either for different reasons, they just sort of haven't worked out. So I'm in the process of hiring a new VA. But, you know, there's only so much one person can do. And by losing my other VA, like I've had to do all these other things that I don't normally like to do. And it 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 affects me. I will say that because now that like, and I just want to give context. So with my first business, the Dapper Dog Box, I did everything. So I spent my days packing orders, shipping orders, doing customer service, doing social media, like everything and in between. I did everything from when I had one customer to when I had thousands per month. So up until the day I sold my business in 2019, I did everything. And I did not have a good work-life balance. I worked all the time. I was so miserable. Um, it just took a toll on my health, on my personal life. Like it just wasn't it wasn't a good thing. I think part partially because I was such a control freak. Like no one can pack a box like I can. <laughs> no one can answer emails like I can. Like I think we get so in our heads and we think that like no one can no one can do better than we can. It's our baby and no one will like it as much as we do. And that's probably true. However, for a lot of the things that you're probably like obsessive over, like I was like, you can, you can outsource those things. So my point here is that if I started a new product-based business, there are so many things that I would do differently. Mainly, I would not be packing orders. I would not be shipping orders. Maybe after the first few months, I would not be doing customer service emails anymore. Like there's a lot of things that you just would like get off your plate because those are the things that I hated doing in my business. Um, Although I will say doing customer service emails will teach you everything you need to know about business. And so I do think it's a valuable thing to do for a little bit of time. But like that's something that you can outsource. So anyway, I'm not here to talk about like my past business and like my lack of outsourcing. But with my current business now, so I started my current business in early 2020. So it's now been, it'll be three years, like in January, which is crazy. And I have, I would say the past year, I have actively tried to work less. I've actively tried to outsource more. Like I've actively grown a team of people who can do things that I don't want to do or have a great skill set. I have Sydney on my team who is like my right-hand person and she is she's been with me since day 1 and she's absolutely incredible. I could literally not do my business without her. Like she is essential to my business and that's what you need in your business. Like you need to have people on your team who can do things that either you can't do, you don't want to do. Like Sydney for example is like super organized. Oh my gosh, like so organized. 
She can like have a project and like figure out all the things that need to be done. I'm not good at that stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I, I'm good with ideas. I'm good with visions. I message her on Voxer about 20 times a day. I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to do this. We have to do this. I'm like, oh my God, I have a new idea for this. And what about this business? And oh my gosh, like we should do this thing. And she's amazing. But like my point here is like, I couldn't do my business without her. Like she is my right-hand person and she enables me like because of her and all the work that she does on the uh, for the business like I can sit here and record podcast episodes all the time. I can do YouTube videos. I can work on my business book that I'm doing. I can do all sorts of random things because I have a lot of ideas and she helps execute those. So she's like essential to my business and she's amazing and I love her to pieces. And like I said, she, we, she's been with me since before I started my business. And this is not part of this episode, but I guess now that I'm talking about it, I'll just share. Um, so I sold my Dapper Dog Box business in 2019, and she was actually one of my customers, and she used to always create really awesome content. And so after I sold my business, I messaged her, and I was like, this is going to be really like random and weird. Um, and I forget what exactly I said to her, but I was like, I'm starting a personal blog. I was like, I'm wondering if you might want to like help create some content for me or like, you know, with me or something. Um, and she said, yes. So she started off maybe like a couple hours per week and then it's grown and grown and grown and grown. So like I said, um, I want to talk about a few things I've done in my business and personal life to make my life better, like make my business and personal life better. And so I would say outsourcing, hiring is one of those things. So like I said, if if, if she was not in the picture and I didn't have like a VA or something, I would not have time or mental space or mental clarity to like write a business book. I would not have mental clarity or space to like create fun TikTok or Instagram videos where I do product unboxings and talk about, you know, why I love the label on this soda bottle or something. Like I would have to be in the weeds doing so many different things and I wouldn't have creative brain space to do the things that I like to do. So I love making those videos. I love ordering a product from a small business. Like I just ordered a polar bear cake topper. It's actually meant for kids. One of my members in my membership program Erica from Avalon Sunshine. She's amazing. Uh, she's one of my, you know, she's been in our membership since we launched. And I've gotten to know her. I've gotten to know her brand. So I'm like, I'm, I am I want to buy one of your products. My birthday is coming up in October. And I was like, I'm going to buy one of your kid cake topper, <laughs> cake topper, cake things for, for me. Why not? Like, just because it's for kids doesn't mean that adults can, can't do it. So I bought one of her cake toppers, got it in the mail. I was like, oh my God, I'm definitely doing a video. I did a little unboxing video and I love doing those types of things. I love dissecting brands and what they do. So my point here is that if I was going to like list out a few things that I do when I'm not having a good business day or like I'm feeling overwhelmed, one is you have to outsource. Like you have to think about how can I get stuff off my plate that I hate or how can I get stuff get stuff off my plate that that isn't aligned with my skill set like I said Sydney on my team she is I've, I don't know if it's right or left brain she's definitely probably right brain like she's like organized and she had like she can she's 
knows different things. Like I'll message her and be like, what's the password to this thing? Because I forget and she'll she'll know it. Or I'm like, hey, do you remember that one thing that I said one time about this random thing? Like, where do we put that information? And she'll just know. Like, she's super organized. I am not organized. I'm the one I can come up with ideas. I I can do like I love creation. I love ideas, but I don't love execution. And she's awesome with execution because she's super organized. She's very detail-oriented. And she's just like on top of her shit. So she's amazing. So she compliments me really fucking well. So if you're feeling bad about your business, one of the first things that you want to do is like, what can I get off of my plate that either I don't like to do or doesn't or doesn't align with like my skill set? Okay, that's number one. Number two, and this is something that I've really leaned into this past year. What are you doing in your day to day like life? that makes you happy, that lights you up, that makes you feel good? What do you do that brings you ideas or gives you like mental clarity? So for me, that's my dog walks, dog walking. That is, I consider dog walking like part of my business. And I remember one day my husband asked me like, um, I forget what he said to be honest with you. I always give examples and I'm like, oh, I kind of forget what they said, but like, here's the gist. <laughs> So I was going on, it was like maybe 10 a.m. And I was like, oh, I'm going on a dog walk. And he's like, don't you have work to do? And I was like, this is my work. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Have fun sitting at your laptop. (laughs) I was being a little asshole. But my point here is that I consider my dog walks part of my work day. Because here's why. If I'm in a bad mood, if I'm feeling stressed, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, if I'm just like, oh, I just like, I feel anxious. I'm someone who's very anxious. You can't, you can't be so like ener- brain energetic all the time. So like for me, my brain is super energetic. My body, not so much. So my brain is like constantly going at 500 miles an hour with ideas and like oh my God, we should do this. And then two minutes later, I'm like, oh, I need to build a funnel for this. And like, oh my God, that's a good idea for an online course. Oh my gosh, I should build the Shopify app. I'm pretty sure I have ADD or ADHD, whatever. Pretty sure I have it um, undiagnosed, but like my brain is on, it's like, it's firing at all capacity all the time. My body is not. So like I said, I get, I have spurts of energy and then then I'm like, okay, I can't do anything else. I literally can't do anything else. So my dog walks, like if I'm feeling anxious, if I'm um, even tired, honestly, but mainly if I'm like anxious, my mind feels um, cluttered or like I feel slow mentally or I'm just in a bad fucking mood. I mean, yeah, if I'm in a bad mood, I go on a dog walk, I put my earbuds in, I put on, um, I have like a few playlists on Spotify that shuffle through my favorite songs, or I listen to, I, to be honest with you, there's like one Pandora playlist that I play constantly, and it's like my go-to all the time. It is um, All the Pretty Girls by Kaleo. So K-A-L-E-O, All the Pretty Girls. It's like one of my top three favorite songs of all time. Kaleo is an Icelandic band. They're freaking amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I saw them in concert this past spring. I went to Portland by myself, Portland, Oregon. I drove down by myself and it was. I spent the night at a nice hotel. It was like the best weekend ever. I just wanted like alone time to go see my favorite band. <laughs> 
It was amazing. Um, and yeah, Kaleo, all the pretty girls. So I literally listened to that um, station on Pandora constantly, constantly. And it's like, that's sort of like my jam for music. I, I like a lot of classic rock. I like a lot of, um, I don't even know what you call it. Like Kaleo is a great example of music that I like. I love them so freaking much. So anyway, pop my earbuds in, put that on. And like, I just walk, I walk and walk and walk. And my, it's like my brain, my body is moving. My brain slows down. It's like my brain slows down. This sounds really weird when I actually am saying this into a microphone, into a podcast episode. So if you guys think I'm crazy, I probably am. But I'm just being honest and I am really sharing what works for me. Dog walking has been the single most transformational thing that I have done for my business to make me to make me have a better business and to make me just be a happier human being. That I will say that it's not working more, it's not making more money, it's not selling more courses, it's doing fucking dog walks. I'm telling you, like, and I'm going to explain my dog walk. And then I want you to think of something that would make, bring you the same peace for yourself every day. So anyway, so I pop my earbuds in and I just walk and I do different amount of time. If I have 20 minutes, if I have an hour, if I have 45 minutes, usually I drop my kid off at school and then it's like my dog walking time. So in my calendar, um, I don't allow people to book anything until 10 a.m., sometimes later than that. Because the morning, while I used to wake up and like want to work right away, now, um, you know, I usually take my kid to school and I come home and I do a dog walk or I do a dog walk before I drop them off at school if my husband is home and not traveling. And they have become for me, I literally call them, they are my therapy. Like dog walks for me are my therapy and they are they have transformed my life kind of. And it sounds really weird, but like, I'm just going to give you an example here. So I joined a mastermind group um, in 2020, I think 2021, I don't know, last year from June, 2021 until June of 2022. Yeah. And on my first call with this business coach, he's like pretty well known, whatever. He was like, you know, we'll talk about business stuff, da, 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 but like, what do you like to do in your spare time? And I was like, oh God, spare time. Like, I don't even know. I had to think about it. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I love walking my dogs. I was like, I love dog walking. And I, and I can, I can remember myself saying it out loud and I can remember seeing his reaction on his face, but I was like, yeah, I love going on dog walks. I was like, you know, actually when I go on dog walks, I think of some really great business ideas. And he just like smiled at me or like smirked at me back. And I was like, and, and I was like, oh, I've never thought of, I never thought of it like that before. And he was like, okay, cool. Your first task isn't to like create another course. Your first task is not to like create a new funnel or create a new lead magnet or create a new product. Your first task is to literally go into your phone or your calendar and scheduling your dog walks as part of like, that's part of your day every single day. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, and then after you get in the habit of doing one walk, you're going to do two walks. So I actually don't generally do two walks a day. I do sometimes. But I was like, oh, okay. And I've, I've for the most part stuck with it. I mean, there's obviously days where the dogs don't get a walk from me, but pretty much nine, 
95% of the time, we go out in the morning and we have a really nice walk. And I'm going to tell you, unless something strange happens on my walk, I always feel better every single day. And it allows me to like reset my brain, get rid of anxiety that I'm feeling, uh, get some fresh air, listen to music. And now a year plus later of doing this like ritual routine, like the dog walks, the dog walk is part of my day. Um, I feel like it's like changed my life. And I'm not even joking. It sounds very dramatic. But my point here is that I've taken something that I enjoy doing and I've built it into my schedule. So for you, that might be something different. Maybe for you, that is like swimming lessons, for example. Like maybe you go to your local YMCA and you do 45 minutes of swimming in the morning and that starts your day off on such a fucking awesome note. And now you have like the mental capacity to like conquer your day and deal with all the crap that comes along. Um, For you, maybe it's like, it could be anything, honestly. It's just whatever you like to do. So the second thing, so the first thing I mentioned of like, what do you do when you're having a bad day or a bad time or like you think your business sucks? First, find some things to get off your plate and outsource. So you can spend your time on the things that you like doing in your business that make money in your business, you know? And then two is find something that you can do every single day as part of your routine that makes you feel good. So doesn't matter what the hell it is. If it's a dog walk, if it's like going to your local pool, if it's like taking a bath in the morning, like I also love taking baths now as well. And oftentimes I either read a book or I watch some sort of like training videos and stuff. I oftentimes like watch videos, like training videos when I'm taking a bath. So kind of kind of weird, but I'm probably giving TMI as well, but that's all right. I think we're beyond that, aren't we? Um, so yeah, you want to just think of what do I like to do in my spare time? Okay, another example is like I've really recently discovered this year, I freaking love kayaking. I love kayaking and now I love paddle boarding, stand up paddle boarding. Although I actually don't stand up, I sit down on the board, which I think you're not supposed to do that, but that's okay. Um, I'm still learning how to do the paddle boarding thing, but I absolutely love it. So for you, that could be like surfing. It could be running. I mean, running is so good for you. Maybe it's going to the gym and doing weightlifting or, um, yeah. So you just want to think whatever it is for you that makes you feel good mentally, physically, um, you want to start building that into your schedule. So you don't want to think of it as, oh, I don't have time to do my dog walk because I'm working. I want you to think of like, okay, my dog walk is part of my day. How do I schedule it in so it gets done? Because here's why. The more things that you do that make you feel better or give you good ideas or clear your head, you are going to have a better business because of that. And I am 100% proof. I'm still working in my business and my business is not perfect by any freaking means. But where I started in my business and where I am now, you know, my current business, you know, almost, well, two and a half plus years later, you know, I'm on my way to having the business like that I dreamt of having, you know, it's not perfect. And there's a lot of things that I'm constantly wanting to change and improve. But like, I'm doing a lot of cool things. And when I look back at where I was, you know, two years ago, I wasn't necessarily doing a lot of cool things. (laughs) So um, I was working a lot, I wasn't outsourcing enough. 
and I'm I the like I said the dog walks have have been a game changer for me. So I just want to kind of like reiterate that you want to find something that you really like enjoy doing or that makes you feel good mentally, physically, and schedule that in to your day. And then the last thing that I just want to talk about, and again, I'm going to talk about this book. I started talking about it at the beginning of the episode, and then I think I got distracted as usual. But this book called Chill and Prosper by Denise, um, I know it's DeniseDT.com because I've just been listening to like all of her podcast episodes too. Denise Duffield Thomas, yeah. And her book, Chill and Prosper. And I love it so much. A lot of her stuff is about mindset, money mindset. Um, and she like kind of talks about how do you create a business around, and this is what I want to, this is the last part that I want to talk about, but it's sort of like creating a business around your strengths and your personality. And this is something that I'm sort of now kind of getting into as I've recently kind of started getting into like human design and kind of like learning more about like my Enneagram and all that kind of stuff. And I realized so many things recently as I'm diving into this like woo-woo stuff, to be honest, but it's it's so accurate. I mean, I used to be very anti like woo-woo stuff and now I'm turning into more like I'm definitely turning into more of that. So anyway, in her book, Chill and Prosper, I highly recommend you read it. Um, Amanda from the Bark Day Planner. She's amazing. She's one of my former clients and she's in my membership program, the e-commerce society. She introduced the book to me. She's basically like, oh, I'm reading this book called Chill and Prosper. It talks about how to build a more chill business or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm I'm sold. What's give me the title? I'm buying it on Amazon. <laughs> I literally, like, as as she was messaging me, I ordered the book and it came two days later started reading it. I got sidetracked from our, you know, vacation and stuff last month. And I started reading it again. And I think I have, I think about 20 pages left, but it's awesome. And just reading her book, I'm like, I love this lady. Whoever this lady is, she is my jam. I like her. I trust her. So I started listening to her podcast. And in her podcast, it's mainly about like mindset, money mindset and manifestation. So I'm kind of like getting into more of these things now. And it's just very interesting because she talks about there's two things she talks about money archetypes. And if you don't know what that is, I highly recommend you listen to her episode. It's chill and prosper podcast. And again, I'm not an affiliate for her. I just I've recently like I literally spent all last week diving through her stuff because I told you I was having a really hard week last week. And I needed, I needed, like, I knew I needed something to sort of try to flip the switch in my brain to be like, okay, you're fine. Just, we all go through phases where we're like, oh, my business stinks, or I'm unhappy, or like, I don't know, whatever it is, but we can flip the switch, you know? And so I knew last week because of how I was feeling, I'm like, I need some mindset podcast. (laughs) I don't need more business ideas. I need mindset shit. So I was like, oh, let me listen to that. Um, the lady who wrote, wrote the book that I'm reading, you know, I love her. I think she's awesome. And I'm like obsessed with her podcast now too. It's like my new favorite podcast. And I actually don't listen to a lot of podcasts, even though I may seem like I do because I have my own podcast, but I've slowly dwindled down who I listen to. And um, this, she's now one of them. So anyway, she has this thing called Money Archetypes and 
it's essentially like how what your relationship is with money and how it like affects your business and personal life. So it's super, super freaking interesting. And um, so I highly recommend you listen to it and go through her quiz. She has a free quiz. It's like Denise DT. I can't believe I'm promoting her stuff. This is ridiculous. DeniseDT.com. I think it's like slash quiz and you can take her money, sacred money archetype quiz. And I think it takes like maybe 10 minutes, but it'll, it'll give you the results. And like, again, I feel like I'm always skeptical of these things. I'm always like, oh, they just probably just give you everyone gets the same thing. But when I got my results, I was like, oh God, this, this seems very true. And so my money, my number one money archetype was the ruler. And the ruler is essentially like, if you know your Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram three, who's like, you know, goal oriented, always wants results, like works all the time, achiever, like views success as achieving things. And ruler on the money archetype is it's basically the same fucking thing. It's like workaholic, you work all the time, your value goes into uh, results and achieving things and like making money. And I wouldn't say that I'm like money obsessed at all. But the achieving part is very true. Like I put so much of my um, my self worth into achieving things. Like, okay, I got I I made this much money, or like I released a book, or I like I did I accomplished this thing. I put a lot of my self worth into that, and I think that's probably why last week I was feeling really down because I I'm launching my membership right now, and I don't to be honest with you, I don't love launching stuff. I feel like it. I always want to change things last minute. I put more work on my plate because I'm always like, no, I don't like what we have planned, even though we've been planning it for a month or whatever. And I change things. And I think it's because deep down, like I don't love live launching. It's just not, it's not something that I love doing. I like my programs. I like talking about my programs because they help people. And I'm not afraid to sell something because I look at selling um, at least in my business, like I have a solution for your problem. You're trying to get more sales and traffic in your business. Cool. I have a solution for you and I want to help you because I generally care about you and I generally want to make, help you make more money in your business. So I don't, I'm not afraid to sell something. And often people are like, wow, you're like a good salesperson. And I'm like, I'm actually not at all. I'm the worst fucking salesperson (laughs) because I never try to be pushy with things. I'm just literally like, here's what I have to help you. And I'm not afraid to talk about it because I, my stuff can help you. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I don't even look at it as sales, (laughs) but I always think it's funny when people are like, wow, you're like a really good salesperson. And I'm like, I'm literally the worst fucking salesperson ever because I don't ever try to like sell, sell. I'm just like, here's what I have. Here's the deadline. The price is going to go up or it's not the, the cart closes this date. I mean, I don't know. I think it's because I generally care about people in my programs. I don't view it as selling. I literally view it as like, I have a solution to your problem. Here's what it is. And actually, Denise talks about that in her podcast. She's like, you can't be afraid to, you can't be afraid to like talk about what offers you have because that's how, like, if you make, if you grow your business and you make money, you're helping people, you're making impact. And then you can also do things for like, you could have a charity or like, 
you could have a scholarship or something. So I I really like her for that reason too, because she doesn't try to shame people into like, oh, you should feel bad because you're selling things. So I really like her for that reason. Um, but anyway, she talks about this money archetypes and mine, no, my number one was the ruler. And like I said, it's very much like the Enneagram three, which I am Enneagram three. It's like the achiever. You, you put all your value into success and it's just, it's very interesting. And then my second money archetype, I think it was, I think it was romantic or it was either romantic or maverick. Maverick is like the, um, the rebel and I'm definitely not a rebel, but the maverick is someone who like when things aren't going well, they just want to like burn everything to the ground and start over. That is totally me. (laughs) When she was talking about the eight money archetypes, I was cracking up laughing when I was literally on my dog walk. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, that is totally freaking me all the time. I'm like, Oh, this isn't working. I I don't want to quit. But I just want to like start over. I want to take this course and trash it. I've done that so many times with my courses. I'm like, oh, I promoted this for a year. I don't. I, I think it's not working. I don't like it. It's. I'm done with it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I literally just did that with one of my like main courses like a month ago. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it ever again. I'm done with it. Let's let's do something else. So I thought that was interesting. And then the romantic. I forget exactly what the romantic is. I think the romantic is someone who like they want to like do pleasurable things. And I don't mean that in like a weird way, just like spending time, like you only want to work when you want to. And it's really hard for like a romantic to work if they don't feel like it. And I actually can be like that sometimes, not necessarily all the time, but like, for example, like doing like my QuickBooks you like I have to be forced to do my QuickBooks because I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. Taxes, QuickBooks, accounting. I don't like doing that. So I like won't do it. I do it either when it's due or like right before it's due. I'll make myself do it. But otherwise, I won't do it because I hate it so much. Um, And obviously, like my QuickBooks, I have to pay quarterly taxes for Washington State. So my QuickBooks are always like they are up to date. And I do check my like PL every month. So, you know, I feel like I'm giving myself a bad rap here because I do do my QuickBooks, but it's only when I have to do it and I don't like doing it. I hate accounting. Um, I really need to hire a bookkeeper. <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah, I would, I, okay. So my point here, I feel like I'm rambling as always, but my point with this whole Denise DT, Chill and Prosper podcast lady, book lady is that she talks so much about designing your life around your personality and your strengths. So she was saying like, if you know that if you understand your archetypes and like human design and Enneagram, you know, you can create a business around the life that makes sense for you instead of you trying to like push yourself into like, it's like that. What's that stupid expression? like a square peg in a hole or something. I don't know what it's called, (laughs) but it's kind of like that. You know, you try to force yourself into fit into this shape that doesn't actually fit for you. And then you're fucking miserable. And I, again, like, I feel like I'm just talking about myself a lot on this episode when it feels awkward, but I just want to share with you because I am someone who I, I'm always very honest with things that don't work. Um, 
I try to be very honest and upfront that like having any business is not easy. And I always don't want it to seem like it's easy. You know what I mean? I like to always give tips that worked for me and how I grew my business and all that. But like nothing is easy. And if you do something for one month and quit, I mean, whatever. It's it's you need to put in the work, you know, over and over and over and over again. Keep keep trying, keep going. So anyway, um, so she talks a lot about like creating a business around like your money archetypes and and things like this. So she was kind of, she had a bunch of these videos, like there's some video series that she has, and she kind of talks about like, okay, if your money archetype was ruler, here are the things that you're doing in your business as a ruler that are sabotaging your business and yourself. And I was watching it and I was like, oh my God, this is so eye-opening. So um, it's just something interesting to think about. Like if something, okay, like here's another example for me. So my energy level is really high in the morning, but it's really, really, really low at night. And you can even tell right now, like my tone of voice is very quiet. It's like soft. It's like kind of slow, even though I do feel like I have energy right now. I can feel like even my tone of voice is much slower and softer right now than if I'm doing a podcast recording at six o'clock in the morning where I'm like, like, oh my God, I love everything. I'm obsessed. Like I'm just like crazy. But at nighttime, I'm just like, I'm, this is not, my energy is not good at night. So for me, if I was like, okay, I'm going to go through my whole fucking day And then after my kid goes to sleep at like nine o'clock or eight o'clock, whatever, I'm then going to like work on my business book. Um, No, I would have, I would have not a single page written because my, my mental energy and my physical energy at nighttime are not there. However, let's flip the switch. In the morning, my mental, mental energy is like off the charts. So I wake up really early, sometimes five o'clock. Not if I've had wine, but um, like five o'clock, six o'clock, um, sometimes earlier. Oftentimes I wake up at like three o'clock in the morning and I'm like literally writing up business ideas, mapping out course ideas. Um, I don't know. I just, I sometimes wake up in the middle of the night and my brain is like, all right, I'm ready. Let's, let's go. Get your ass up, Carrie. Go get your coffee. Let's go. Let's start working. So I kind of run with it when I have those days because they do happen a lot for me. But in the morning or late morning is when my mental energy is the best. So that is when I'm not going to wake up and fucking check emails. I'm not going to wake up and like deal with customer service problems. You know, I'm going to do those at night or like in the afternoon when my when my energy is slow. So the morning is when I do things like work on my business book. Um, I create content. I do like anything that I have to do that ha- like that's um, has to do with a course or my membership or a business idea that I'm kind of working through or anything with writing or content I that those are always only and always done in the morning because that's when my brain is the most mentally active so what I used to do for my business when I had the dapper dog box was that I wake up in the morning, and I would start going through emails. And again, when you have a product-based business like you, you get a lot of customer service emails. So I would spend like hours 
going through customer service emails. Then I was like, okay, well now I have to pack orders. So I, then I would start packing orders and, and going through all the orders I had to get out of the system. And so by the time I had time to like do marketing or something like that, like the day was done. And then my brain was just like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. I mentally checked out. So Instead, what I should have done is one, I should have fucking outsourced the packing and shipping. That's a different story. But two is I should have done the creative things in the morning when my brain was energetic. So the marketing, the content, the social media, the videos, the email marketing, um, anything customer facing, pitching myself to be on podcasts, things like that. And then in the afternoon when my brain is kind of like, all right, I'm I'm pretty chill. You're not going to get anything good from me now. That's when I would have like packed orders. I would have gone through emails because you don't need like mental energy to check emails. You just fucking check them. You know, you check them, you respond, whatever. Um, that was a huge mistake I made in my business. But now I really schedule my time based on my energy level. And that's that's a massive, massive, massive game changer. So I feel like, again, this, this sort of relates to like, if you're having a hard time in your business, this is one of the things to do. I just want you to think in general, like, am I creating a business around um, my energy levels, my personality? Like if you're someone who, and again, this Denise Chill and Prosper kind of talks about this in her podcast, Chill and Prosper, on her money archetype episodes, which are like the ones that are out right now. So September, 2022. But just things also like if you are an extrovert. So again, I'm an Enneagram three. So like my brain just cares about achievements and success and doing more and more and more and more and more things. You know, like I do one thing and then it's like, okay, cool. What's next? You know, that's that's how my brain works now. And I have ideas all the time. So you kind of want to think about like, and if you haven't taken your human design or your Enneagram, I highly recommend it. It is like wildly eye-opening, but you can take, you know, Enneagram tests, E-N-N-E-A, I don't know how to spell it, E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M, something like that. But you can take all these tests and it basically goes through like your personality and your strengths. Like, what do you care about? What drives you? Um, How are you making decisions? So that would be Enneagram and your human design. This is one that I've recently started getting into. Thank you. Thanks to Michelle, who was on my podcast uh, a few months ago. She, we were talking before the podcast started and she was like, I feel like you're a projector. And I was like, no, I'm a manifesting generator. Um, but I was like, but you know what? I always forget my human design and I always think it's not accurate, but she was like, no, based on what you've just told me about your energy and like being introverted and this and this, she's like, you're a projector because like my assistant, I think it was her assistant or like maybe her best friend is the same exact way. And she's a projector. And so I was like, okay, fine. I'll take the test again. And I'm sorry, not a test. All you do is you plug in your time of birth and um, you plug in your time of birth. Like it has to be the exact minute and day and year. And you plug in where you were born and it gives you your human design. And I'm still learning about projectors, but a lot of the things that I'm reading about projectors are like a lot of the stuff has to do with like intuition 
and energy. And I'm extremely fucking intuitive. I make all of my decisions based on intuition. I can see things in like so many times I'm having a call with like a client. It's someone who's like, here's my business idea. This is kind of what this is like the business I want to start. And I can like I can see their business unveiling in front of me as we're talking. They just have an idea. They have no like right now their business is a concept. I can see the whole fucking thing playing out. I can see their website. I can see social media. I can see them on a podcast. Like I can, I get these visions with people and it happens a lot. And I think it's a lot because I'm, I am very intuitive. Like I'm in tune with my intuitiveness. <laughs> this sounds so fucking wacky, um, but it's so true. And that's what a lot that, that is like a huge part of uh, productors is like, you can see things with other people. So when I uh, meet someone or I'm talking to someone, I'm just like, I just really like you. I don't know what it is. I have a good feeling about you and I like you. Like, I feel like you're my people and I'm I'm never wrong. And at the same token, I can be like, oh, that person, I, I something about them. I don't like them. I don't trust them. They're not trustworthy. I, they're not my people. I don't know. And it's just, I rely a lot on intuition and a lot of the things too are like energy thing, you know, like I, I can only do so much and then I have to like, I have to like retreat inward because my energy is, if I do a lot of client calls or if I do one-on-one calls with people and I'm doing a lot of live video, I literally, after that, it's like my energy is, is fucking shot. I can't do anything else. And I used to get really mad at myself. Like why, you know, like you have to keep going, da, 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 da. Or I would just think there was something wrong with me. Like, why do you like so much alone time? (laughs) Like I'm someone who really value, I need and value alone time. I don't want to be around people all the time. I'm also an only child. So I think that's part of it, but that's kind of part of like the projector thing too, is like, you know, you, you, you need time to like, unwind. I I talk to someone, I have an idea. I need to like go walk away, think about it and come back. And I'm like, okay, here's what we need to do. And I can like come up with a million awesome ideas, but I need time for like reflection. That's why oftentimes like with my members in my um, membership program, if they're like, if we're going through, for example, someone's website and we're going through their, um, uh, you know, I'm trying to help them with website. I have a really hard time on the spot thinking of like what to say, like not, I don't mean what to say, but I mean like for their website copy. So like if we're going through their hero image on their website, you know, what you sell, who it's for. I have often a hard time coming up with like really awesome copy for that. But I'm always like, you know, let me think about it and I'll come back to you and I'll have something awesome for you. And I do. It's just because I like my brain needs time to think and then I can kind of come back and like, okay, here's all my freaking ideas for you. So anyway, my point here is that you have to think about your business. Is it working for my personality? And if it's not, what can you change? So again, am I doing things Am I doing things at my peak energy levels that aren't really serving that? So for example, if your energy, like I remember someone I worked with this past year, like she's really mentally energetic at nighttime. She's like a night owl. So 
at nighttime, she can like pitch herself for podcasts. She can like write emails. She can do all the things where for me, that doesn't work. So if I tried to work at night after my kid went to sleep, that doesn't work for my business because it doesn't work for my personality and my energy levels. On the flip side for her, like she can't wake up at 5 a.m. and be mentally like active to pitch podcast, record podcast, write a course or whatever it is. So you have to kind of really think, am I doing the things in my business that make sense for my personality and my energy levels? And I think for me, that has been a game changer in terms of like, if I'm having a hard time in my business, am I doing things that serve like myself, you know? And like, like I said, I'm someone who I need a lot of like quiet alone time. I love nothing more than sitting in my office when it's quiet. And I can just like, I can just like read a couple articles from like big commerce, for example, is a newsletter that I read all the time. And they give updates in the e-commerce space. I'll just sit there and like read some articles on that. And then I'm like, oh, I guess I'm going to go for a dog walk. And I value those like quiet moments. And then on the flip side, like it might be like a Tuesday and I'm like, okay, I have like four client calls. We're doing a live call on the membership program. Like, you know, I fill my days with specific things, but I also batch things. So I want to talk about that really quick and then I'm going to wrap the episode up. So, you know, I only, so like for client calls, I only have a few days per month that I open my calendar up because I used to have my calendar opened Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So basically any of my clients or anyone that I had like that booked calls could just book a call any of those four days. And then I started to be like, okay, I need to like have time to allocate to the podcast. So I would close, I blocked off Fridays for the podcast recording. So then I had Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday all day, every day for people to book. And I was like, okay, I feel like I'm um, I'm having a hard time because people would book a call like, you know, Tuesday at 10 a.m. And then someone would book a call like Tuesday at 2 p.m. And then someone would book a call like Wednesday at 12 and then at like 3 p.m. And so I feel like I was like having calls all the time. And um it was just, again, like interrupting my energy and interrupting. I need more pockets of time that I can just think and I can create content or I can like record a podcast episode if I want to, or like now I'm writing a business book. I I can't have like interruptions all day. And I don't, I'm not viewing those as interruptions, but you know, I need to batch things on certain days and then I can have other days where I can work on, um, you know, like courses or you know, stuff for my membership community or um, just whatever I need to do. I don't know. So that for me has also been a game changer is just this sense of like batching. So for example, Monday is my CEO day. So for the most part, with the exception of like, you know, if I'm traveling or like if I, if I have to block off my calendar, for like the week or something, then Monday, I would never have a client call. But for the most part, because I actually have a client call tomorrow. <laughs> um, but like Monday is like my sacred CEO day. So I never have anything scheduled. I don't book any calls. Even if it's like me being invited on someone else's podcast, I don't I don't ever book anything on Monday. It's like my day. I do whatever I need to. I usually work on creative things, my book, um, things for my membership community, trainings, just 
the different business ideas I get constantly, I kind of work through those types of things on Monday. And then Tuesday and Thursdays are like my client call days, my membership activity days. So that's when we would have like our live Q&A calls for my membership, e-commerce society. We will have our like open office hours, which I'm doing. If we do any kind of live training in the membership group, we would always do those on a Tuesday or Thursday. And then Wednesdays is pretty much blocked off, but I started offering um, my people in my membership community um, access to book one-on-one calls at an additional cost. And so I would have those available for people on Wednesdays. And then also on Wednesdays, if any of my anyone books a 90-minute intensive session with me, that is only available on Wednesdays. And then Fridays is my podcast day. So I've also gone from having podcast recording Fridays every Friday to now only like one or two days a month where I open up my calendar and people can book to record podcast episodes. So this just allows me to be better at batching my work. So I'm not like, okay, I have a call and I'm going to talk to a client Then I'm like, okay, then I have 40 minutes to do like work on my book or something. Then I have to do another client call. Like my my brain can't handle the choppiness. I think that's what it is. And it comes down to, again, like I used to get mad at myself. Like, why can't you just like bounce from one thing to the next? But but I'm learning more about like myself and just how I'm built. And it's like literally because I, I can't, I need like those pockets of quiet time. And it comes down to like, again, I think being a projector and just needing that downtime, um, not want, not not being able to just be interrupted. Like it's like my brain has so much buzzing around, but when it comes down to me actually working, I need just time to like think and reflect and sit on something. I can't just pop out a million things in one hour, I have to like think and think and think and think and brainstorm and, and you know, and so if I'm constantly interrupted because I have to do a podcast episode or a call or this and this, then I, I have a hard time getting stuff done um, because also I'm just, I get very distracted easily. <laughs> um, so that's the thing, like batching my work has been a, a game changer for me. So for you, that could be something like on Tuesdays and Fridays, you get products shipped out, you do orders, you ship products, you go through all customer service emails, and then maybe like Mondays is your content creation day. That's when you kind of go through your week and you create TikTok and Instagram videos for the week and you create um, your emails for your email campaigns or something. And then maybe, you know, Thursdays is when you do something else. Maybe it's like you, that's like your outreach day. So you pitch to be on podcast you pitch affiliates, you know, you try to get in gift guides, whatever you can do to batch your work, your life will become a million times easier immediately. So I hope this episode helped you. Um, I think it was just an important one because I really wanted to share just certain things I do in my business that I've really recently started doing, you know, that have been a game changer in helping with mental health, helping with my energy and just helping with being happy with my business. You know, Um, I'm someone who, like I said, I have a lot of different ideas. I want to do a lot of different things. And I think if you're not like, if you're not conscious of building the business around what works for you and like who you are and your personality and your energy and all that, 
may be a really hard business for you. And you might be wondering like, why do I hate my business? And that could be why. So just something to kind of think about. So I hope you liked this episode. Let me know if you liked it because this is a different episode for me to do. And I kind of want to do more episodes about mindset because I truly believe like mindset is a huge part of, of your business and if it's successful. And I think that's something that I didn't really value before. And I really, really have leaned into it. And again, with even that one thing I implemented with my business of like the dog walks, it's been a complete game changer for me. So your mindset is the most important thing and what you can do to help your mind stay clear um, and stay calm will be better for you. All right, my friends, I will see you in a few days. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much and I'll see you guys next week.